Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Hi, this is Mathia Ford with the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast, and this is podcast number 20 being released on May 7th, 2014. You can find the links to everything I talk about at www.renaldiethq.com forward slash 020. You'll find the link to sign up with podcast um, apps like iTunes and Stitcher on there as well. So if you're listening to this on the website, please go and subscribe in iTunes. This month, um, May, we're on a new month. Last month was all about stress. And this month, I'm talking about exercise and fitness. And I want to emphasize fitness. So May is almost the summertime months, maybe the summertime months for you. And it's certainly nicer weather here in Oklahoma. So I want to give you some encouragement and a little push in the right direction to do a little exercise. Now, I will remind you that I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical, your doctor, or I'm not your medical professional. And anything that I talk about with exercise, you need to go back and verify with your doctor that that's okay. Um, Most things you can call the nurse and ask them, but I just want to give a word of caution. If I say, you know, think about doing this or that for exercise, then please go and make sure that you're okay and cleared to do that before you do it. Okay. Um, But first of all, also, I want to mention that I have a friend who supports or talks about a program called TTAP and her name's um, Charlotte. And Charlotte is going to talk about it later this month about a program called TTAP. And it's a great program for people with a chronic illness and it helps you get in shape with that extensive like jumping and running around. So I really love it and I've been doing it for a little while and it helps to inches, but it also helps with just fitness in general. So, um, but the one thing I'm going to talk about today, and I'm not going to have a super long podcast because I'm kind of running behind, but I want to talk about increasing your metabolism to help you um, keep from being in a cycle where you're lowering your metabolism and then you're not able to lose weight. So if you want to lose weight, you're able to do the things you need to do. But I want to talk about metabolism. So um, don't, your biggest issue with metabolism is you need to increase it. And the one thing that people do is they skip meals and that decreases your metabolism. And you're starving yourself and you're not going to be lose weight that way. If you're watching calories like a hawk and still gaining weight, your metabolism might be the culprit. Metabolism is the mechanism our body uses to burn calories. Think of it as your body's motor or furnace. The faster your metabolism operates, the more calories you'll burn and lose weight in the process. As we age, our metabolism naturally slows down. So what's a body to do to keep the metabolism up and the weight down? There are lots of factors that count in the role that your metabolism plays in your ability to lose weight, including your age, your lifestyle, your chronic illnesses. Things like diabetes, not having control of your diabetes can really affect your metabolism. 
The truth is you do not need to starve yourself to lose weight. In fact, the best way to rev up your metabolism, that calorie burning process in your body, is to eat. What you eat is what matters. Some of you may have have to work harder than others to speed up this process, while others just need to regulate their lifestyle and diet habits. Most of what we think of as diet foods won't help you jumpstart your metabolism. They might be low in calories and even high in fiber, but if you make these foods the mainstay of your quote-unquote diet, you'll gain weight almost immediately after you return back to your normal eating pattern. That's because your metabolism has become sluggish while you were dieting and has lost its ability to burn the extra calories that you are taking in. To effectively fire up your metabolism, keep in mind that you can do the following things. Number one, like I said before, don't skip meals. It's better to eat between three and four, maybe six small meals per day, but three to four small meals per day than to skip a major daily meal, especially breakfast. When you go to bed at night, your body goes into a fasting state, slows everything down so you can rest, and then you get up in the morning, and that's why they call it break breakfast, because you're breaking a fast and you're eating. And <laughs> your body's metabolism's been slowed down, so once you eat, then it revs back up. Well, if you don't eat breakfast, it doesn't rev back up. So that's a problem. Um, do some cardio workouts, the kind that get your heart rate up. And again, that's based on what your doctor says you can do. They're great for burning calories and to get your metabolism moving at a faster rate. Now, what can you do if you're wheelchair bound or you just can't move a whole lot? Get a armchair or a chair aerobics sort of thing that videotape or a DVD that you can watch that's about chair aerobics. And um, you can do those until you lose some weight and you're able to walk or something a little better. Just try to um, do some walking when you're between on commercials. Every time a TV commercial comes on, get up, walk, do pacing back and forth in front of the TV, but do something. Drink plenty of water so your body can rid itself of the toxins that pull down your metabolism to a sluggish level. Now, I know some of you may be restricted in the amount of fluid you can take in. But if you're not, please drink water and make it water. Don't make it juice. Don't make it other things like diet soda. Just drink water. Now, I'm not saying diet soda is bad. You can have some diet soda. But drink water because it is very refreshing. I find myself when I'm very thirsty and I want some Diet Coke, and I drink water, I'm more refreshed than if I drink Diet Coke. I just feel like I need to drink more. So drink plenty of water. Okay, no matter what you've heard about carbohydrates, remember they help boost your metabolism too. So carbohydrates are those things like grains and breads and beans and um, pasta, and those things boost your metabolism. You need to have anywhere between 40 and 60% of your calories from carbohydrate. So, and especially on a pre-dialysis renal diet, you're going to have a low amount of protein because you need to keep that protein level low to keep from damaging your kidneys. Okay, tone your muscles. Use weights to firm and tone your muscles, ridding yourself of fat and replacing it with lean muscles. Use cans, use some weights, um, if you have them, 
to do some small exercises and then slowly but surely build up. So if you're getting up and walking every time you see a commercial, then the next next show you watch, every time you see a commercial, do some arm curls or something. Just find a way to do that exercise. Don't eat just before bedtime. That's going to sit in your stomach and your body's going to absorb it all and it's going to turn it all into fat and store it. So give your body a chance to take care of the calories before you go down and go down and slow down for sleep because all it's going to do is sit in your stomach, maybe cause indigestion. So keep it, um, try to give yourself a couple hours before bedtime because that allows your stomach time to empty. Okay. And then lower your alcohol intake. Alcohol is like a go slow sign for your metabolism. Keep it to a minimum. So you need to make sure that your body is not being told by another chemical to slow down. Begin now to rev up your metabolism. And remember, when your metabolism improves, so will your shape. So do those things that I talked about, not skipping meals, doing the workouts, drinking plenty of water, eat carbohydrates, don't. Now, if you're not on a stage... um, five or four chronic kidney disease diet then or dialysis, if you're pre, pre-dialysis and you're stage three, two, or one, you can usually eat some of the whole grains and the whole beans and have a better, healthier diet. As you progress to stage four, you're going to use more of the refined grains. And I know that doesn't sound right, but I was talking to another dietitian this week and <laughs> we were laughing a little bit about how the kidney does, diet is almost the opposite of what people expect it to be as a healthy diet. And it's not a healthy diet for the normal population, but it is a healthy diet for people with chronic kidney disease. So, um, okay. So this week, that's what I wanted to talk about. And the podcast is just about 10 minutes. So I know I normally go for 20 or 25, but I wanted to get this one out to you and let you know that I'm thinking about you and I hope you have a great week. And Go ahead and do some of those things that you need to do to rev up your metabolism. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks, and we will talk to you again next week.